It is wisdom that will set you free. Welcome to Mystic FM. Join us on a voyage of spiritual discovery. Good morning and welcome everyone to the first ever Mystic FM radio show. Brought to you by the Ethereum Society's New Zealand branch based in Birkenhead on Auckland's North Shore. My name's Julian Rosser, I'll be your host for the show, but we'll also be hearing from a number of guests. We're going to kick off our new show with a look at a very special book called The Nine Freedoms. And over the next nine shows, we're going to look at each one of these freedoms in turn. Mystic FM is produced by the New Zealand branch of the Aetherius Society, a worldwide spiritual organisation with centres in Europe, North America, Africa and Australasia. We were founded in 1955 by a Western Master of Yoga, Dr. George King, who passed on in 1997. The Aetherius Society are the custodians of a vast amount of spiritual teaching given by beings from this world and beyond, which were received through the yogic mediumship of Dr. King. We are a practical organization that holds regular services to send out spiritual power through prayer and mantra to help our suffering world. The society's motto is service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. So what are the nine freedoms? Well they are, firstly, a series of spiritual teachings that outline the steps humanity needs to take as we evolve spiritually. Secondly, they are a series of transmissions and by this I mean that they were delivered through the yogic mediumship of Dr. George King who was the founder of the Aetherius Society and a very advanced master of yoga who passed on in 1997. Each of these transmissions are the result of Dr. King going into what we call a positive somatic yogic trance and being overshadowed by a cosmic master known as Mars Sector 6. This great master then spoke using Dr. King's voice to deliver these profound teachings to humanity. The nine freedoms are bravery, love, service, enlightenment, cosmic consciousness, ascension, interplanetary existence, Saturnian existence, and solar existence. These are nine doors through which all of humanity must pass in order to evolve. And the recordings of these transmissions are available, and the transcriptions, along with commentary from Dr. King, which form the book called The Nine Freedoms. And these are both available on the Ethereum Society's website. And so this week, we begin looking at the first freedom, bravery. This is a word we all understand, 
And at first, it may seem an unusual concept to begin a spiritual text with. But in order to evolve spiritually, bravery is essential. Because to do so, we have to leave the well-trodden path of orthodoxy. These days, the media has such a hold over us, telling us what is important, what's not important. We're conditioned to live in a certain way, to strive for more money, a bigger house, greater fame and fortune, and so on. So to break away from this conditioning and to search for something deeper, something more lasting, is to go against the norm. And this does require a certain kind of bravery. And not only this, but the further along our spiritual path we progress, the more we encounter situations that test our bravery to stick to our chosen path. So I'm now going to read the first couple of paragraphs from this first freedom. And so here we have the words of the cosmic master, Mars Sector 6. The first freedom will be bravery. Bravery is essential in all things. For while the aspirant allows the negative accumulation of fear to discolour his outlook, he cannot ever truly aspire to freedom. Freedom from fear can be brought into active manifestation within all men, providing they have knowledge. Knowledge of the right kind dispels fear. Whether the manifestation of this fear be petty or more potent. It is not necessary for man upon terror to fear man upon terror. For if you obey the unchangeable laws, indeed by your obedience do you burn fear in the bright light of dawning enlightenment. The word terror here refers to earth, and the unchangeable laws mentioned here are the spiritual laws, as laid down by the great spiritual teachers that have come amongst us throughout our history. And here we're talking about the likes of Sri Krishna, the Lord Buddha, the Master Jesus, Patanjali, and so on. And the laws they're talking about are the simple ones, like thou shalt not kill. If we can grasp these basic spiritual concepts and really take them to heart, then this will bring us to the state of enlightenment, which will drive out fear. Now, Dr. King certainly understands and can explain these teachings far better than I. So here's an extract from him talking about the subject of bravery, and it's about eight minutes long. So, right throughout our spiritual uh, evolution, bravery is an absolute essential if we are to go on. Not foolishness, but wise bravery. A kind of a steadfastness is absolutely essential to all people. Notice those who fear. They are not advanced. Those who are brave through ignorance, neither are they advanced. It is the steadfast people who do not fear these kind of things who are advanced.
Supposing you are sitting in your house one night and you, as some people here have done, and you clairvoyantly saw an entity enter your house who you knew to be evil. If you showed fear, the first thing the entity would do would be, just like a dog, it would bite you. It would attach itself to your aura and it would take its sustenance from there because it would feed on the fear emanation that you put out. But supposing that you had no fear, you turned round, used certain practices like the violet flame or sending out your love or, or, or prayer and so on, steadfastly, unafraid, that entity would leave because it would not see you as a prospective victim. It would be powerless against you, just as an animal is. If you walk straight up to a dog, it will not bite you. But when you fear a dog, you emanate a certain scent. The dog smells it and it bites you. This is one of the great basic laws. You are virtually, in that instant, in a way, evil. So we cannot allow fear to discolor our outlook. Let me tell you a little story quickly. I was talking to a yoga class of PIC students I had in, in London uh, at one time. And we were in a small room and we'd practiced yoga pretty diligently that night and as always we whatever we were inspired to discuss afterwards we discussed and fear came up and we all discussed this so afterwards I said now let us at this time uh, let our fear drop from us and everyone tried to do this all right they left soon after now, I slept in the same room, or at least I tried to sleep. But you know, they had allowed their fear, or a part of it, to drop from them. And it was so real, this thing, that the radiations were still in that room. And before I could sleep, I had to get up and clean that room. And it wasn't easy to clean that room. It was extremely difficult to do this. I think some of you even know what I mean. If you don't know what I mean, then what I'm trying to point out that this fear is a real thing, but it can be dropped from you. Just as you would take a, a, some clothes off that are dirty, take them off and throw them away, so can you do with fear, because, we'll see in a minute, freedom from fear can be brought into active manifestation with all men, providing they have knowledge. Fear is a direct result of ignorance. Most of the religions in the world, from the aboriginal religions to some orthodox religions, are built upon fear. If you do this, you'll go to hell. Or if you, if you don't put ram's teeth round your, in, in beads round you, then the evil spirits will get you and kill your first wife, or something like that. Well, one is just as bad as the other. 
Let's never la laugh at the aboriginals until we laugh at our own Western conceptions of some of these religions. They're just as bad, you know, hellfire and torment and so on. My father, who lived at one time in southern Ireland, was approached by a farmer. The farmer was supposed to cut wood for the priest. The priest, he, he hadn't been able to cut this wood the priest had told this ignorant farmer that if he didn't cut the wood at once, he would turn him into a donkey. Now this man was dead scared. He was really frightened. And he said to my father, Mr. King, can the priest turn me into a donkey? Now he really meant it. My father said, well look, I'll tell you what to do. Go and tell the priest to turn me into a donkey. And then if he turns me into a donkey, he can surely turn you into one. But if he doesn't turn me into one, he cannot turn you into one. And the man went away and he told the priest this. And the priest said that my father was a heathen. Even so, even so, this farmer went out of his way to cut that wood just in case. Now, this is true. It was, this fear was so inborn in him, you see. It had it, it, it been indoctrinated for, from childhood into this belief that the priest could turn him into a donkey. And he means it. And I'm not talking about years ago. I'm talking about since the last war. This kind of thing does happen and is happening right throughout the world. Religions built on fear, they will fail. Just as the aboriginal witch doctors who themselves build their worship on fear, they too will fail. Because anything built on fear must fail. It is bound to fail. It is not by chance that in these last days we have an oracle saying, the first freedom will be. This is not by chance, because these are the last days. These are the days of the separation. These are the days of the examination. Let us not kid ourselves on this. These are the days when we must go forward bravely into truth and accept our rightful heritage, which is waiting for us. It's there waiting for a glorious thing. Now, at the time these freedoms were given in London, England in 1961, they were recorded. And so we're going to play an extract of one of these recordings. So this is a cosmic master speaking through Dr. King, using his voice and talking about the subject of fear. So this is a being from another world. And the best way to take this in is to sit up straight, but relaxed, and just close your eyes so that you can really focus on these words. So this is Mars Sector 6. Study of fear for what it is. Study it coldly without emotion. You will discover that it is but a state 
of mind, a state of mind which you have formulated a form yourselves. This a state of mind is the result of karma, environment, and present outlook. He then goes on to say, Karma, you can, at this very moment, make for yourself a karmic pattern which, when manifested, will not bring vague fear as a result. You can rise above environment, for it is a changing thing. It is not real. Knowledge, gained by adherence to the unchangeable laws, can bring to you that stage of enlightenment which dispels fear. A state of mind can be changed at once for good or for evil. It is just as easy to have a state of mind unclouded by fear as it is to allow it to be warped by this intrusion. Have this outlook upon life. Act in this way and fear becomes non-existent. So we can see from this that fear is really something that we've created for ourselves. It's a construct of our own mind, but the good news is that because we've created it, we can also remove it from our lives. One of the ways in which fear is created is because of our own karma. So let's now listen to a brilliant explanation of exactly what karma is from Dr. George King. Karma is like a great, look upon it as a big piece of cloth. You are the weaver. You are weaving different patterns and different colors into this cloth. Now just imagine that you cannot see the cloth that you are now weaving. You will not be able to see the pattern you have woven in that cloth until you have woven it, or in other words, tomorrow. So the cloth you weave today, you will see tomorrow. The karma, the karmic pattern you are weaving for yourself now, you will see tomorrow or the next day. You might say, oh well, yes, but that's too late to put it right. It is too late in one way to put that karma right you have already woven. But you can learn from that. We all can. When I say you, I mean all of us. We can learn from the mistakes in the weave of that karmic pattern that we made for ourselves yesterday so that today we do not make those same mistakes again. Karma, you know, is not one of these horrible things, uh, a, a kind of punishment. 
In fact, it is not a punishment. It is a teacher. You can learn that a knife is sharp by cutting something else with it or cutting your own finger with it. If you cut your own finger with it, you'll jolly soon learn it's sharp and you'll also learn that it's unpleasantly sharp. Whereas if you look at it, uh, make certain deductions in a logical manner, you can deduce that it is sharp. So, there you have it, then. It's... Karma is something which you control. No one else. You. Not even your nearest and dearest controls your karma. You do. So, we've often heard the phrase that we make tomorrow's destiny today. We do. In this great karmic pattern that we are weaving. And we can alter it. And when we alter it, as fear is a result of karma to some extent, we begin to get over fear as well. So once we understand what fear is and have identified it, how can we rid ourselves of it? Let's hear from Mars Sector 6, the cosmic intelligence who gave these teachings through Dr. King in 1961, in this short extract which I'll now read. Know this, the tests which now confront you terrestrials have had to be designed in order to give you essential experience. Bravery is victory through experience. So those are the words of Mars Sector 6 there. So let's see what Dr. King has to say on this. I'm now going to read a short extract from his commentary, which appears in the book, The Nine Freedoms. Here's what Dr. King had to say. Mankind has proven that he needs the present tests and experiences through which he is now living. Had he lived his former lives correctly, he would only have attracted to himself conditions which have, would have brought great joy and achievements far beyond those he can now realize. This knowledge alone should make you realize the importance of adhering to the lasting aspects of wisdom of which the first freedom is undoubtedly one of the most important. For we are reminded that bravery is victory through experience and it is up to each of us to live through this experience correctly and so take the first step upon the ladder of true lasting joy towards our rediscovered cosmic status. So in the time we've had this morning, this has really been a bit of a crash course, we've not even scratched the surface of this text, but hopefully that's given you a brief glimpse at least of what the first freedom bravery is all about, as given by the cosmic intelligence, Mars Sector 6. If you'd like to find out more about anything we've talked about today, then you can do so at www 
www.thenineFreedoms.org. That's www.thenineFreedoms.org. That's nine as in the word nine, the nine freedoms, all one word. So there you'll find lots to read, podcasts to listen to, and you can also purchase the audio recordings of the transmissions as well as the book. And there's also links to the ebook, which is available on iTunes, Google Play, Kobo, and Amazon Kindle. In our next show, we move on to the second freedom, which is love. Perhaps more than almost any other, this word is greatly misused. So we'll look at the real meaning of the word love, the deeper force behind the whole of creation, the pure love, which is actually an uncontaminated energy above like or dislike, above possession, and certainly above emotion. Love is the creator of peace. And in these times where we have conflict after conflict scattered all over the globe, it is sorely needed. So we'll uncover the true meaning of this great energy as outlined in the second of the nine freedoms. Mystic FM is brought to you by the Ethereum Society's New Zealand branch in Birkenhead on Auckland's North Shore. And if you'd like to come along to any of the activities we hold at our centre, you're very warmly invited to do so. Each week we have regular services, including our 12 Blessings and Absent Healing service on Monday nights at 8pm, free spiritual healing on Tuesdays by appointment during the day and evening, Operation Prayer Power on Wednesday evenings, and our Divine Service on Sunday mornings at 11am. We also run workshops and talks from time to time, so please see our website for more info on any of these. But for now, thanks very much for listening. My name's Julian Rosser. This has been the first ever show of Mystic FM. We hope you've enjoyed it, and if you have any questions, please do get in touch with us at info at or visit our website, tas.co.nz, that's T-A-S.co.nz. Otherwise, we're back again next week. Till then, take care. Thank you for listening to Mystic FM, brought to you by the Ethereum Society. Tune in next time for more cosmic spirituality, because it is wisdom that sets you free.